If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, football fans and sports bettors everywhere. It is the Pro Football Blitz, the greatest pro football betting show there ever was. I'm Brady Cannon, along with former NFL player and Colorado Buffalo, Mr. Mike Pritchard, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa at the tip of the strip in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, as we make our way through the card. Week two in the National Football League. Pritch, great to be here with you once again. Are you ready for week two, my man? Ready, I am. I'm more ready this week than I was last week, and last week I did well. So I'm more <laughs> excited about the season, uh, the developments. I think there's some interesting angles uh, that we're certainly going to get to and uh, inform everybody out there in the audience. All right, well, let's get right to it. We've got a couple hours to get through 15 NFL football games that make their way onto the card for week two. We will start in uh, official Nevada rotation order where the Miami Dolphins will be visiting the Baltimore Ravens. A couple of 1-0 and teams will go at it in what is the Ravens home opener. And Mike, this game was a very tough call for me. I thought okay. both teams looked very impressive at times in week one and also very underwhelming at times in week one. I think we're going to find out a lot, certainly find out more about both of these teams uh, in this game. I'm really high on Baltimore this season, and I think so far so good with uh, what I've seen out of head coach Mike McDaniel in Miami, but there was just not enough here either way for me to find a betting edge in this game. How about you? Yeah, you know, I, I haven't really settled in. Uh, I'm still looking at some things, uh, maybe from a betting standpoint. It'd be a teaser leg if I did anything. Um, but yeah, I'm encouraged uh, with McDaniel. You know, you know, you think about 
uh, the start and who he was going up against and, and how they looked and how well prepared they were compared to New England. Right. And, and so you got to give a lot of credit to McDaniel that way. And uh, I, I probably wasn't surprised by that. I was surprised uh, by uh, the other side defensively for New England and certainly offensively as well. But I think Miami settled in OK. You know, Ravens. The thing about the Ravens, Brady, is as I look at this football team is Lamar Jackson still has a tremendous amount of upside. Oh, yeah. Think about that for a minute. He's an MVP guy. He's a he's a great player. Uh, but he can still get better. He can still improve his game. And if that happens, if that come to, comes to fruition, I mean, think about how good this Ravens team could be. Oh, yeah. I, I think they have enough weapons. Andrews is incredible. Uh, I think he's a, a mismatch nightmare. Uh, but if the upside continues uh, for the Ravens, I mean, I look for that team to get better uh, throughout the entire year. Uh, Miami uh, only operated last week uh, with eight drives. I mean, we, we make so much about Tua, or a lot, lots, a lot of people have, or some people have, and I'm like, they had eight drives in the game. And, and so uh, I, I think they need a, a volume of plays. They, they need to unveil some other things. Uh, this matchup defensively, I think, for the Ravens, uh, give them some edges, uh, certainly in their home opener. Well, if you look at the injury report, uh, it has kind of started again for the Baltimore Ravens. Certainly, they were bitten hard by the injury bug in 2021. Now, this isn't, uh, you know, the end of the world here just yet, but they do have some guys banged up. Marlon Humphrey uh, and Marcus Peters, defensive backs, are listed as questionable. Uh, it just continues to be a tough road back for offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley. I was looking at the last two-plus seasons, and he has played a total of seven games, the former Bishop Gorman and Notre Dame star J.K. Dobbins was a full uh, participant in practice on Friday and he is listed as questionable Miami offensive tackle the newly acquired former New Orleans Saints Teron Armstead he is listed as questionable he was limited in practice on Friday Mike so you know some injuries on both sides of the ball for both teams here this week yeah I mean injuries are part of it uh, we know that as players uh, it's a hundred percent injury business and uh, it's all about getting the treatment uh, and making sure you can get back on the field if you can the next week, the following week. Uh, you're going to deal with injuries. Uh, the injury report is interesting because guys are questionable or guys are nicked up, but if you step into the training room and you get treatment, you're going to land on the injury report. Uh, so it could be a bump. It could be a bruise. Um, you know, the soft tissue things, I would think, uh, as, as you look at games, those are the ones you probably should focus in on. Um, uh, a, a tweak here, a tweak there, or a bruise there. I mean, that, those things, a player is going to play through that, or if not, they're going to get help to play through that. The soft tissue stuff, though, is, is career-threatening uh, to a certain extent, uh, and certainly a lot of teams try to pay attention to that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just a matchup favors the Ravens, in my opinion. 44-and-a-half uh, is the total. Uh, from a defensive standpoint, uh, I, Tua – if the Ravens can pressure Tua up the middle, I want to see how he adjusts to some crossing routes and things where he can't see the middle of the field. I think you could take a lot of offensive options away from Tua if you pressure him up the middle. Well, the Ravens have had a very good history as of late against the Miami Dolphins, but they did suffer a loss. I believe it was a Thursday night football game last year, so a little bit of revenge on mm -hmm. the minds of the Baltimore Ravens. Mike, I want to ask you as a former player, and I think we can use this information as betters, when we're looking at an injury uh, injury report, and certainly you have to kind of dive into what the exact injury is, right. but if you see a player listed as questionable, let's say he's a full participant in practice and he's listed as questionable, on Friday, that guy's going to play probably, what, 75% of the time? I mean, can, can you pretty much bank on him playing? 
Yeah, absolutely. I okay. mean, I, I would anticipate a player like that uh, uh, if he's practicing on Friday for sure. Uh, and if it's a key player, uh, for sure, that player is going to play. So, you, you play. know, that, that's like Alvin Kamara. Right. That's J.K. Dobbins right. in this game. Well, I mean, you think about some marquee players, uh, and if they're veterans, they're taking rest days. Yeah. Like in right. basketball, we talk about load management. Well, this is load management for the National Football League. They're not going to practice. They're going to get the mental reps. They're just in rehab. They're, they're certainly getting treatment. Like during the two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour practices, they're probably getting treatment on whatever ails them. And so uh, they'll get the mental reps, and certainly they'll get the, the film study too. But if you're a veteran player, uh, you do what's necessary uh, to get out there on the field. And that means visiting with doctors and, and trainers uh, alike uh, just to make sure that you're good to go. Now, it, nothing career-threatening, though. And that, I think that's where you pretty much have to look. Like if it's a concussion, you got a clear right. protocol, right? Uh, um, I, I think if, if there's a knee situation or a joint situation, uh, dive into that fully, understand what the doctors are saying, and understand the extent of the injury that way as well. The Dolphins, by the way, are on an 0-6-1 against the spread run in mm. games following a matchup with the New England Patriots. And I think that makes a little sense because obviously that is a uh, heightened atmosphere there, a division rivalry. Maybe they come back down to earth. Certainly they have in the last seven instances there. All right, we move on to Cleveland. The Jets at the Browns. This is 0-1 versus 1-0 as Cleveland will play its home opener. And we've seen the market lead towards the Browns in this one. The, effort, the initial dip was towards the New York Jets and then back in the other direction on the Cleveland Browns. Right now we are at Browns minus six and a half and the total has fallen to 39 and a half. Now the Jets, I thought they kind of hung around in the first half against the Ravens in week one. It was a little sluggish for both teams. Then Cleveland, they got off to a great start and then they let Carolina back in the game late. What are your impressions of what we've seen out of these two teams so far, Mike? And what do you see? What do you think we have on tap? here in Cleveland. Well, let's start with the Jets <laughs> because of Robert Sala, right? And I'm taking receipts and, and all this stuff. Uh, we've been talking about this, uh, Brady, since we started to show Pro Football Blitz here, but I've been saying this on Visa and the network. Robert Sala, it's not about the talent level. It's not about assembling this player, that player, Zach Wilson, all that. It's about changing the culture mm -hmm. because the Jets have routinely picked high in a the draft. They, they've assembled enough talent over the years. Um, but you got to take the uh, change the culture, and Robert Salah's trying to do that with the taking receipts uh, type of comment, comment. I mean, that that is saying publicly what you typically say to your team. Okay. And the fact that he did that is telling to me, because this is all about a toughness uh, uh, matchup to me. The Cleveland Browns are one-dimensional. We know that. Brissett is average at best, uh, and his throwing ability is below average. Uh, so the Browns, to their credit, last week established a run, and, and they, they got it revved up. If you're the Jets, you have to change your mindset. You have to have the right mindset to take on that rushing attack. And to me, this is all about toughness, and I think Robert Sala is trying to instill that into his players, convey that at least uh, to his players as well. Bring the toughness, and we have a chance uh, in this game uh, perhaps to win the game uh, on the road against Cleveland. I think it was a little bit misleading in week one that Jets defense against the run looked pretty good. But mm -hmm. you have to remember on the other side, the Ravens didn't have their full complement right. of running backs. Lamar Jackson didn't play in the preseason. He looked a little bit rusty. And the Jets were one of the very worst defenses in the league in 2021 against the run. And you mentioned Cleveland is one uh, one dimensional mm -hmm. and not only one dimensional, but they have a great one dimensional item <laughs> in that right. running game and the offensive line. So, you know, the Browns gashed 
Carolina in week one uh, for over 200 yards rushing. I think they will do it again here. You mentioned Jacoby Brissett. I don't think they're going to ask him to throw the ball deep down the field. They're going to get behind that offensive line and run Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The Browns defense, I think, will likely pick it up responding after the Panthers were allowed to come back last week. Joe Flacco, he was not good for New York in Mm -hmm. week one in their loss. I don't see that improving over what is possibly a better defense in Cleveland that they will face this week. And I didn't think the Jets were a bad bet to make getting the full seven points last week, Mike. But here you go. They're out on the road, and it's basically the same point spread. I think maybe you're getting the Browns a little cheap. It's possible, uh, Brady. I mean, we look at the Browns from an offensive standpoint. Some people will look at the defense. I'll look at the defense, uh, and here's what I found. You know, they allowed 21.8 points per game last year, right? Uh, 13 rushing touchdowns, 29 passing, 29 passing. We just saw Baker Mayfield and the Panthers kind of exploit them a little bit in the passing game. I'm not saying Joe Flacco with the Jets, that's a prolific situation, but they do have players. They do have talent uh, and the ability to be explosive at times. And Flacco on the road, I think as a veteran guy, he gives you that type of confidence. It's about toughness. If you can make this game tight, I think the Jets feel like they can win this game, uh, Brady. Ah, very interesting. Uh, the Browns, by the way, if you like the Jets, are on a 1-6 and six against the spread run as home favorites of more than three points. But since 2016, the Jets are 12-27-2 against the number as road underdogs, and they typically don't get off to a fast start. 5-20 and 20 straight up and 6-18-1 against the spread in games played in the first four weeks of the season. Uh, I actually teased the Cleveland Browns down Mm. to just a half-point favorite, and I don't mind laying the six-and-a-half points either on the traditional spread. It's the Commanders and the Lions next right here on the Pro Football Blitz. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week one with the Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And it is time to go to the Motor City, the Commanders at the Lions. And the current line is the Lions laying one point with a total of 48 and a half. The movement has been heavy on this game. And back and forth, a seesaw battle between the Commanders and the Detroit Lions as far as the action is concerned. And right now, there's actually a couple pickums in the market here in Las Vegas. So the action starting to get a little heavier on the Washington side. Mike, the Lions have been an underdog in 25 straight games, and yet they opened as the favorite here. Last week, of course, it was a big-time revenge game, the season opener, et cetera. They, I think they still showed that the defense is a problem, giving up 38 points over 200 yards rushing. A.J. Brown torched them for 10 catches and 155 yards receiving. I think the offense is pretty decent for Detroit, and I think they will be improved overall this year, but I'm not really ready to make them a favorite over just about anybody, and now you've got all-pro center Frank Ragnow out for this game. What is your feeling, the Commanders and the Lions? Well, I laid it with the Lions. Okay. Uh, I did. I, I like what the Lions are doing and what they're developing um, and, and against the Commanders, too, on the road with a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. On the road with a new quarterback. <laughs> on the road with that quarterback, Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confident in the Lions. I'm not confident in the Defense, though. Aaron Glenn played against him, and he's a DB. He's got that defensive back mentality. He wants to blitz. He wants to make something Mm -hmm. happen. Right. He's got to tone it down, and hopefully Campbell can convey this to him because you're 31st in the league last year as a defense in terms of points allowed. You're 31st again after one week uh, in points allowed as a defense. you got to change what you're doing. you got to be more complimentary here uh, for what the offense is doing and what they're generating and what they can generate. What you mentioned about Detroit, Swift is outstanding. The offensive line, too, even without the center. Um, and, and certainly understand that. So I'll put it into context here. Last week against the Eagles, Brady, Jalen Hurts had 32 passing attempts. They blitzed him 17 times. Wow. And that's not even a prolific passer. Right. <laughs> that's an right. athletic guy. And, and, and so that's what I'm saying to Aaron Glenn. At least that's what I noticed on tape. Uh, and hopefully Campbell has noticed that to, for, as well and say, look, why are you taking so many chances? Why are you trying to impact on defense? 
be complimentary to what we're doing. Hold them. Make them drive down the field. Make Carson Wentz put plays together and drive down the field uh, if you can. And I think we're in it. So I, I like the Lions in this one, uh, laying, laying a point there uh, at home, too. I mean, I think the energy uh, up there for Detroit is going to be outstanding as well. Since 2004, teams that went 0-8 or worse before winning their first game of the season, if they did not fire the coach, those teams are 11-11 straight up, 4-18 against the spread as a favorite in the following season. And I think this kind of speaks to the Lions situation here. They kept Campbell around because they believe there is a bright future for this Lions team, and I agree. But are they ready yet to be considered a favorite? And I think it's interesting how those numbers play out. Of course, again, that, uh, that does apply to the Lions situation. We'll see if they're ready to be a favorite, as they still are. Again, a couple of pick'ems in the market. I like the distribution on offense by Carson Wentz last week, Mike. Uh, Antonio Gibson, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Johan Dotson, Logan Thomas, J.D. McKissick. Everybody really got involved. Uh, everybody really got involved on the offense, and I think you know if this Detroit defense doesn't improve like you're alluding to, uh, I think they may be able to do the same this week. Yeah, I mean, I look at the commanders, too, and what they had to do. Like, what you want to do and what you have to do or what you can do, uh, certainly as a better, that's what I look at a lot of times, and the commanders had to throw the ball 40 times against Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, and so here you go on the road. If you've got to throw the ball 40 times against Detroit, I, I don't think you're going to win this game, um, uh, it, especially with Carson Wentz, the mistakes that he's prone to make uh, too. But I, I want to see a more conservative approach by the Lions. If I don't get it, if I still see them taking chances, trying to be impactful, I might end game this play too, but I like the Lions in the matchup here against Washington on the road. I'm not going to necessarily argue with you. I, you know, there's a reason this game is a one-point spread or basically a pick. I'm, I think it is kind of a coin flip. Uh, that being said, earlier in the week, I did tease the uh, Washington Commanders up to plus eight, eight and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't expect either team necessarily to blow the other team out by nine points. So uh, if I could get plus eight and a half on either side here, I don't mind it. And that is what I have in my pocket with the Washington Commanders. Uh, let's take a look at a very good rivalry in the AFC South, the Colts at the Jaguars. This has really been a very interesting AFC ba uh, South battle for over the past handful of years and really dominated by the lowly Jaguars. <laughs> uh, the week one troubles continued for Frank Reich and the Colts, and now they travel really to meet their nemesis. This is a revenge game for the Colts in many different ways, but you recall last season, it was the final week of the season that the Jaguars beat Indianapolis and knocked them out of the play. Playoffs. Jacksonville has been getting a lot of love in the market here, and this line is now down from Colts minus four and a half to Colts minus three. Mm. 45 is your total. Your thoughts, Michael? Well, you know, looking at the Colts and, and people are looking at injury situations with Pittman right. and, you know, yep. a new quarterback to Matt Ryan on the road here, back to back, uh, end of division and all this stuff. And uh, the Colts are in a desperation spot. You know, I, I think uh, the expectations from the owner puts this football team in a desperation spot. In other words, you better have a great week of practice. You don't have any other choice. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's what I would lean on here for the Colts and Frank Reich to, to get uh, the troops to understand that they have, a, have to have a great week of practice here on the road uh, again uh, in the division this way. And uh, so looking at the Colts this way, uh, it, it's one of those games where they can make big plays with the running game. I think the way that they're built, uh, and certainly Taylor and how great he is, over 160 yards rushing. Uh, but he had uh, over 10 yards, big play rushes, over 10 yards. He had five for the Colts. Yep. 
Uh, and so I, I think even if Pittman, you know, you look at a situation, you think about unproven receivers on the outside, a new quarterback, you settle that down by winning in the trenches. And I, I think the Colts can do that, control the game too. So Taylor more than capable of making big plays. I, I lean towards the Colts here. I didn't play it. Uh, but I think they get the job done. I think they – I mean, I lean towards it. It's a tough number uh, in this situation for the Colts, though. The Jaguars were 31st in the league last season, allowing a completion percentage of over 69%. And in week one, that Jacksonville defense gave up 313 yards passing to Carson Wentz, including four touchdown passes. Now, you talked about Michael Pittman and the injury situation for the Indianapolis Colts. Shaq Leonard out as middle linebacker for the second week in a row for Indianapolis. Wide receivers Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman are out. DeForest Buckner was a full participant in practice on Friday, but also listed as questionable. And I tell you what, Mike, if Indy is missing both DeForest Buckner and Shaq, uh, Shaq uh, Leonard up mm -hmm. the middle, I think that's really going to hurt this team. Well, it could. Uh, on the other side, I think Jacksonville and what I saw in that game against Commanders is that there's still uh, that young team that might not be ready. Mm -hmm. You know, they got a new coach. Uh, it's still a learning curve there. I know Peterson is a, a, a step up from Urban. Actually, uh, he's several levels up. A lot of steps. Uh, but it's still a learning curve because, I mean, think about Jacksonville this way. At least I am. They're still rookies. And they didn't learn how to play in the National Football League last year, not with Urban Meyer. Right. This year they are, and the mistakes that they made down the stretch, it's like they lost the game as opposed to knowing and understanding how to win it. Uh, home opener, too, for Jacksonville. I mean, the Colts, their season is on the line from the expectations. And yeah, I go back point. to Chris Ballard and his ability to build this roster. So unproven players, I, I, I would rely on his talents uh, as those guys step in, as receivers and other guys stepping in at linebacker and certainly whatever whoever else needs to step in because of injuries, that they understand the expectations and certainly they drafted and, and they assembled this team that way. So I'm, I'm looking for who's ever going to play in this game as backups for the Colts uh, to help out the primetime players as well. Well, you mentioned the season's on the line. I mean, they have a tie, and if they lose this game, that's, you know, 0-1-1 right. in the division. Uh, so it is more impactful to have a tie and a loss in division games if they were to go down to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, of course, it's crucial for the Jaguars, too, because they don't want to go uh, off to an 0-2 start. The Jaguars, by the way, 12-1 and against the spread, against the Colts, and they've covered six of their, eight, uh, six of their last eight games as a division home dog. Matt Ryan, by the way, 4-0 straight up and against the spread in his career against the Jaguars. Also, current Indianapolis defensive coordinator Gus Bradley, he was a former Jags head coach, he is 3-0 straight up and against the spread against his former team. But this is the one for me. Mm -hmm. Since 2017, and we all know Matt Ryan, it seems like it's like Carson Wentz went downhill after that injury. Matt Ryan has never been the same after that Super Bowl debacle right. loss to the Patriots. Since 2017, Matt Ryan, 8-5-1 straight up, 3-10-1 against the spread as a road favorite. Wow, wow. See, up ahead of the Colts, too. I mean, uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. The Titans and then the Broncos. That's why I said their season could be on the line here. Absolutely. <laughs> we will see. You lean to the Colts. Yeah. I lean to the Jaguars. But the number now is three. I'm not going to make a bet either way. We'll come back with a big one down in the Big Easy, the Saints and the Buccaneers. This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network.
Hey, horse racing fans. First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October the 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. Head over to vcin.com slash horses to register. That sounds like a good trip, Mike. Yeah. A little Santa Anita trip yeah. for you. Beeson.com slash horses to register. Let's move back to the football here. A couple of horses indeed in the a in the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints, number one and two as far as your division favorites to win that division. Uh, the Saints, by the way, seven and one against the spread in their last eight meetings with the Buccaneers. Of course, they're four, four and oh straight up and against the spread against Tom Brady in the regular season. And, Mike, this is Tampa Bay's fourth straight road game when you include the fact that they played their final two preseason games also on the road. The offensive line, they are down to just one starter. The rest of the guys are backups. Every offensive skill position is listed as questionable, of course, except Tom Brady. Chris Godwin is out. And the Saints are a little banged up, too. Mm -hmm. Alvin Kamara listed as questionable. The history certainly is with the Saints. Uh, the public is really backing the Buccaneers in this one. Where are you headed? I mean, Tampa's favorite because of why? Tom Brady? Yeah. It's not because of the roster, right? Right. right. Or, or even and, the head coach. And, and maybe they're the most banged up team going into week two. Yeah. I mean, from an offensive line standpoint, this is what I've been leaning on all year long, uh, all offseason anyway, was it's crumbling around Tom Brady, including his personal life. Yeah, it's like I, yeah. I, Tom, I think that's a factor too. Tom Brady is an incredible player, if not the best player to has ever played this game. But when things start to crumble around you like that, I mean, you could, you're human. You can only right, right. you can only withstand so much, right? I and mean, okay, let's go on the field here. Um, an offensive line situation completely different than when they won a Super Bowl and they're playing in the dome. I played in this dome several times. I won a playoff game in this dome. Uh, and it's loud. It is incredible to play in on the road and to function as an offense on the road. I, I know for us how difficult it was. And uh, we were in a division two and having to go, you know, you know, the environment, you know, everything about it. But yet it was still difficult. And now you're going to do that with backups as an offensive line and key players too. Fournette with a hamstring. Watch that. Is he going to be able to finish a game if he even plays? He's questionable. Um, Julio Jones, we know about his injury history. And then Godwin. He's got the ACL and now a soft tissue injury. He's overdone it, in my opinion. I mean, you try to rehab, you try to get back out there, and now all of a sudden you could be overcompensating, and okay, you got another injury now that you're dealing with. So I love the Saints at home. I love the fact that um, they have this defense that's playoff ready. Uh, now Jameis Winston uh, may be dusting off the rust a little bit, but incredible, incredible numbers as they made adjustments against Atlanta, in particular in that fourth quarter in that game too. Yeah, and maybe they ride that wave of momentum into this game. And, and you know, I don't think they were looking ahead past a division opponent and opening week one, but uh, certainly this is a huge game for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Tom Brady, by the way, has a touchdown-to-interception ratio of 8-8 eight to eight mm. against the Saints. And Dennis Allen's much ballyhooed defense, they were really embarrassed last week in Atlanta for three quarters, Mike. You talked about it. I think they're going to get their act together this week, again, going up against a banged-up offensive line. They should be able to put more pressure on Tom Brady. He, he goes from one of the best quarterbacks in the league being well-protected to one of the worst quarterbacks in the league when he is not well-protected. I thought the Dallas defense did an excellent job against Tampa Bay, forcing that offense into field goals. Mm -hmm. um, I like under the 
total in this game. You've got two former defensive coordinators who are now head coaches. And I think if it's going to be low scoring, points also become very valuable. I didn't play the under. I do like the under in this game. But I did make a play on New Orleans teased up to plus eight and a half. I like that. I yeah. did that, too. Go through all the <laughs> like key that. numbers. Absolutely. That's what you want to do, right? Yep, yep. I like that situation. I uh, really like the Saints in this one, too. And really on this season, I mean, uh, I, I think Brady, you know, when I think about Tom Brady and, and watching that game Sunday night with you uh, as we were doing the show, um, just who's his bailout guy? Like, it's Gronk. Gronk used to be his guy, Gronk right? was his bailout yeah. guy. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like he has a bailout guy other than maybe Mike Evans, but he's going to be matched up against Lattimore, and we know the history between those guys. Julio... Uh, maybe he could become a bailout guy, but is he reliable because of all the injuries too, though? Yeah. And, no, and I, I mean, it's essential for a quarterback to have a, a bailout guy, especially when you're throwing a ball and you skew it, almost 70% pass-run ratio. I like the guy. What, what was that kind of little slot receiver, uh, Scotty something? Scotty Miller? Scotty. Sc- and I haven't, right. I haven't seen him. I don't know if he's banged up. or I mean, he, he seems to be pretty low on the depth chart. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he'll show up this week uh, with all the injuries that they have to the stars uh, at wide receiver. But, uh, you know, I thought that guy was a pretty good possession receiver. Kind of remind me of a Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see. I, I like uh, the Saints, obviously, in this game. I know some sharp players even played them on the money line. I teased them up to plus eight and a half, and you're with me yeah. on the New Orleans Saints at home as home underdogs to continue their recent dominance over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, the Panthers and the Giants, Mike. This was a game that stood out to me as very much of a potential overreaction situation because of the way things played out in week one. You had the Giants make that comeback in the second half. They go for two they win on the road the new head coach is dancing around going crazy (laughs) the fans are elated and then on the other side there's disappointment because Carolina falls as a favorite got a bogus call there with Jacoby Brissett pump faking on the spike and then they get burned by a 58 yard field goal so I think now you have a little bit of a fat and sassy team returning home as the favorite and the Panthers might be the better team actually in this matchup right now the consensus price it really hasn't moved a whole lot. It is still the Giants favored by two with a total of 43 and a half. How do you see this one? Well, Brady, scary to lay two points uh, with the Giants uh, in the new situation and everything that's going on right there with that franchise. Um, you know, Dable has one mission this year, uh, to find out which players that he currently has or certainly players that he needs to assemble to help him win a championship. Uh, and he's conveyed that already. I think these Giants players already understand that. Look at Saquon Barkley's effort. Oh, that was that great. Game. And that was great to see as a fan right. because he's been so hampered sure. by injury. It was nice to see. It that. was very nice to see, but it tells me as a former player what the message is in that locker room. And uh, if he gets some buy-in and guys start to understand, I'm auditioning for the fact that this guy knows how to get to a championship perhaps, right? Uh, and I feel pretty good about the Giants. So they're going – they underachieved mightily last year with the coaching. I think the Giants are going to overachieve this year. Now, for laying two points, that's, that's interesting because on the other side, you have a new quarterback on the road with a new team in a short amount of time. It's different when you're at home and you got Baker and everything's great. You got all that energy. Now you got to go on the road facing all that energy. What do you have in this quarterback? What do you have from a leadership standpoint? Do you believe in this guy that well or, or that to that level on the road? That's something I'm looking forward to finding out. A teaser situation, I am attractive 
too, though, is is teasing the Panthers up, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they do have a, a roster in which they should be competitive. And if and if Baker is that leader, if Baker is that quarterback, there's rumors about him signing an extension already. So mm. maybe there's that thought that he's that guy in the building. If that's the case, the teaser situation uh, with the Panthers in a better roster looks attractive to me. It worries me a little bit that the Panthers could not stop the run against the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns last week. But a lot of people are pointing to the lack of production from uh, from Christian McCaffrey. Right. And I think a lot of that is not wanting to overload him because he, too, like Saquon Barkley, has been so hampered by injury. And I think it's good to have some balance in that offense. I think Christian McCaffrey could be a huge factor this week, mm-hmm. both rushing the ball and catching passes out of the backfield. I think it's good for them to have more balance. Uh, and, and, you know, again, people pointing to the fact that they, you know, y- you've heard the moans and groans that McCaffrey couldn't do anything last week. I feel like it's part of the plan and he, and maybe he explodes this week. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting because it's, it's a toughness question. Uh, where is the toughness for the Panthers? You mm-hmm. give up that many rushing yards to, Cleveland at home when you knew that's what was coming at you right and then you only rush the ball and you only have 54 yards rushing on offense where is the toughness and uh, that has to emerge I know Matt Rule has to get that out of these players and uh, this is another instance where you you would look for some toughness here for Carolina and then another reason to tease them up uh, instead of just taking the points uh, here in this game. Well, I tease the Panthers up as well, <laughs> also to eight points. Couldn't get eight in the hook, but again, you're still through a lot of key numbers there, mm-hmm. the three, the four, the six, the seven. So certainly, you know, the strongest teaser situation you can find yourself in going through those numbers right there. Uh, the Giants, by the way, four, nine, and one against the spread in their last 14 games as a favorite, including one, seven, and one against the number when facing a non-division opponent. Going back to 2019 and over the course of 50 games, New York has beaten only four opponents, Mike, by more than seven points. Mm -hmm. So, again, having the eight, you feel pretty good about that situation. Since 2012, the Giants won a nine straight up, 0-10 against the spread in their home opener. I mentioned I played Carolina on a teaser, getting them up to plus eight. It does concern me a little bit that Don Martindale is the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants, and he has a lot of experience and success in game planning against Baker Mayfield from when he was with the Ravens. Yeah, and he's going to know Baker, uh, but Baker's got a lot more options, I think, and he's probably in a better offense for his skill set than he was up in Cleveland. Martindale also had a lot of games against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll talk about them next when they host the New England Patriots. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life... 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. Start your football season out on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VSIN Pro access to every Everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you rolling through the first hour of the Pro Football Blitz and we've made our way to Pittsburgh the New England Patriots visiting the Steelers, an 0-1 team versus a 1-0 team here in the Steelers' home opener. And it has been the Patriots who have been seeing the action over the summer. This was New England minus two, and then this week it opened up as a pick em. and ever since then the money has come in heavy on New England. Right now we are at Patriots minus two and a half with a low total of just 40 and a half. And Mike, I think it's a very interesting game what we saw out of both of these teams in week one. Yeah, it is. Um, and where do you rate the Steelers in this matchup, too? I think that's uh, going to help you decide on this game. I've decided I'm taking the points with the Steelers at home, home opener. Um, I love the culture uh, up there with Tomlin. And I love the division and the fact of the AFC North and, and the culture division that it is. You go on the road and beat down Cincinnati and you flip the script because last year you lost two games because of turnovers. You won that first game because of turnovers. Mm -hmm. Think about that for the Steelers. Uh, and now they go home and, okay, people are making noise about Trubisky. Here's what I'll say about Trubisky. Is he, is he a finished product? No. Is he a guy who might lose his starting job? Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. But he's also a player that has nothing to lose at this moment. 
I think about this, Brady. Like, we have Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes with two games in hand. Big play passes over 25 yards. They lead the way with six each. Right. And we just watched those guys play on Thursday night. You know who's third or tied for third? It's Trubisky. Wow. <laughs> with four. So, they have big play capability. It's just the consistency and the desire to call big plays or allow big plays to happen. Or do you want to pound a rock? And I think Pittsburgh, as you watch tape, and if you're Canada as an offensive coordinator, you have to understand I have advantages with my playmakers. If I look at New England and their secondary, their, their, their defensive backfield, 5'9", 5'10", 5'11", they got a strong safety that's 6'2". If I look at my weapons, I'm 5'10 with uh, Johnson, but then I'm 6'3", 6'4", and 6'4". Mm-hmm. That's catch radius. That's with the quarterback that wants to throw the ball up and wants to throw it deep, too. So I, I like the Steelers uh, hoping that as you game plan and you get into the game plan and specifics, that's what you're going to do against New England. And then I think New England offensively, an offensive line, Trent Brown, an injury right there, they have offensive protection issues with Mac Jones that I don't know if they can solve those in a week. I tell you what, uh, this game was tough for me to figure out. Now, I do have a bet on the New England, or excuse me, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers teased up to Mm -hmm. plus eight and a half. Again, going through those key numbers once again. I didn't want to just bet Pittsburgh less than a field goal or on the money line or anything like that because it worries me that they were so dominant, turning over the Cincinnati Bengals last week five times and still barely, I mean, just had the craziest finish of all time to barely win that game. They should have absolutely crushed the Bengals, but they did not. I think that says something about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, New England... You know, I, I'm not sure about this team either. Mm-hmm. I, I thought their offense looked very pedestrian. They didn't seem to have a focus or a real purpose out there in Miami. They are 1-5, the New England Patriots, 1-5 straight up and against the spread in their last six games going back to last season. Um, one thing I do like about the Pittsburgh Steelers side, and I've mentioned this before, and that is their defensive assistant, Brian Flores. Right. Of course, he was the former coach of the Miami Dolphins, and before that he was a defensive assistant with the New England Patriots. This guy is 4-2 and two straight up and against the spread against New England. He's 2-0 and oh straight up and against the spread against Mac Jones, this guy really seems to have a line on how to beat New England as much of his, not more than anybody in the league. Yeah, I want to circle back on because I I, want to ask you a question as a handicapper about what you saw with Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. Sure. Uh, But definitely want to circle back because it'll be interesting on your answer. Uh, I I love the Steelers uh, and the points here uh, and the game here at home. You're gonna or, you're gonna ask the question later, or you? I can ask it now, or do you want to circle back? All, to all it? right, we'll we'll get to the next game. Okay. We'll get to the next <laughs> game. Let, let me let me first note this uh, before we get out of here on Pittsburgh and New England. Mike Tomlin at home on a uh, follow up game after winning outright as an underdog, seven and eleven against the spread, and zero and four against the spread in the past three seasons. However, nine and six straight up. 9-2-4 and four against the number as a home underdog since 2014. All right, so we will table your question on the Steelers and New England for later in the show. But right now, the Atlanta Falcons at the Los Angeles Rams. And I think this sets up as another very much of a week two overreaction game. The Falcons looked really competitive in a tough loss to the Saints in week one, while the Rams, they looked sloppy, unprepared, made a number of mistakes in their loss uh, to the Bills on opening night. Now, the line in this game over the summer was the Rams minus 13. Now it's the Rams minus 10. 
Los Angeles is on extra rest having played last Thursday. Atlanta travels across the country following a division game. What do you think, Mike? Rams laying a big number, 46 and a half for your total. Yeah, what you want to do and what you can do. Uh, I look at the Falcons, and I think they're limited with adjustments. Just look at the second half against the Saints. They scored 10.7 in the third and three points in the fourth quarter uh, as the Saints were mounting that comeback. Um, I, I think if you're Atlanta, I, I'm looking at Atlanta this way. They're running out of options. I mean, I, there's not a lot they can get to and to adjust with at this moment. Uh, I think the Rams, after week one and the long layoff or the longer layoff, has a chance to get in shape. They were completely out of shape as they were dominated uh, at home against Buffalo. Now, caliber of opponent, too. Uh, even Buffalo made those mistakes and were able to walk away with that game. I, the Rams will get in shape. They'll be better prepared in this one. Uh, I, I don't think the elbow uh, will be a factor to the tune of losing this game. I think the elbow is a factor for Matthew Stafford. I think that's real, the factor into this one too. But the Rams at home in better shape, better prepared, I, I think they, uh, they have a great chance of covering this number. I didn't, I didn't lay it, but I think they had a chance of covering this one. Yeah, this one's a little tough for me to figure out. The Rams, I expect they should bounce back, but I'm not real high on the Rams at the same time yeah. either. And and I don't want to get too in love with the Atlanta Falcons just because of what they did for three quarters last week. Uh, I stayed away from this game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we're correct about, our you know, our preseason breakdown of Atlanta and what they did last year, they didn't have much of a pass rush at all. Now, right. they put it on Jameis Winston for a while in that week one game. But if we're correct about this pass rush – not being very good, then Matthew Stafford ought to have a much easier time than what he faced last week and made all those mistakes through three interceptions, got sacked seven times. I tell you what, Mike, you know, you know this as a former player and looking at scheme and tape. I was also confused by how many times the Rams ran the ball on first down mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. And they all they did is create third and long situations for themselves. I got to believe Sean McVay is going to correct that and have his team passing much more on first down. And I think that will lead to much more success for the Rams. Yeah. Why are you running the ball on first down anyway? I don't get it. Uh, I think uh, maybe now a, and then, but right. it, it was like 80% of the time, well, I think. Well, with this team and you're defending Super Bowl champions at home, you don't do that. You don't be conservative. And McVay alluded to that he, he didn't put his guys uh in the proper position uh he had he does have a tendency to try to win the game from the sideline uh, as opposed to just looking who he has on the field uh which is ridiculous to me um but aaron donald can wreck an offense we saw that in the super bowl and that was mm -hmm. against the best team from the afc uh he was not aaron donald typical aaron donald in that first game in fact he he was tired he was gassed uh and he wasn't even rushing at times but uh, you see that performance on tape uh, you got to get a win here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Rams will be motivated. McVay will be better as a play caller, and certainly the players will, will execute while they're in better shape as well. Well, defending Super Bowl champions, having lost their season opener, are five and three straight up and just two and six against the spread in the follow-up game when they're favored by more than three points. And that goes back the past 35 years. We also want to get to our pro tip. We touched on it earlier in the program when looking at an injury report, and Mike kind of backed me up on this. When you see a player who was a full participant in practice on Friday and is listed as questionable, I think is a better we can figure there's a very good chance he's good to go and start that game. Yeah, I would throw in age of a roster, too, uh, because there's all about this load management, and that's when we load manage as a, as a team is during a week of practice as opposed to missing a game. 
like we see that in the NBA. So like Tampa, the age of a roster, um, as we get deeper into the season, factor in the age of a roster as well as what you mentioned about the injury reports. All right. We have a pro tip every hour across all shows here at VEASAN. And to check those out, you can just go to vsin.com slash pro tips. We come back with a big one by the Bay, the 49ers and the Seahawks. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.